years old. Now that I'm, now that I am 30, I feel like it's young. So um, we'll keep it at that. How, how do you? What motivates you more, coming off the injury, or having all these doubters that think that, look, man, he's had some injuries now, and now he's on the. What 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 of those two things maybe motivates you most? Most I think those things are all the same. They're in the same sentence, you know. Just um, with the injury, uh, you know, and last season the way it went, you know, I've heard a lot from you. I'm injury prone. I get injured all the time. I haven't played this and the other, and I keep thinking back. I'm like, man, I only missed ten games that year. I only missed like eight games that year, and I'm looking at everybody else like he missed like half the year. Nobody. So I'm just like, man, it's whatever. Um, but it is motiv- you know, motivational for me uh, to come back and, and show the world, you know, and just wake them up again, just understand that I'm not, you know, I'm not that guy from last year that was hobbling around and um, I'm feeling great and uh, just excited for another year to, to help this team do what we try to do and uh, achieve the goals that we have. What is it about being 30 that people think you're, you're on your way, that you're slipping? <laughs> you know, I think, I think it's more like, it's like year 12, you know what I'm saying? Like not 30, you know. A lot of guys don't get to come in the league at 19. You know, I was blessed to have that opportunity. So, you know, when you sit back and you go, he's 30, but he's played 12 seasons, they're like, oh, whoa, you know, that's, that's a lot of basketball. But in my mind, it's like, man, that's why I got to the league so early so that I could play till I'm 36, 37 years old and play as long as I, as I possibly can. Um, and uh, and hopefully that's the plan. What's it like having Jaron around? Um, and it's sort of you've got you and Mark and the, the old man, if that's what you're gonna call him. <laughs> he thought uh, Dylan thought you two were 40 today. He said, oh, um, "What?" Uh, he called you grandpa, grandma. <laughs> he said he it's said. like when a grandpa has a new baby around, it brings new life to them. <laughs> that's that's exactly. They're the new babies. You're the grandfather who has the new. Oh, Dylan. Oh, Dylan. <laughs> Somebody save him. Okay, so, you know, it's 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 fun. You know, it, we have a lot of fun with each other. As you can see, mm-hmm. Dylan's speaking out of turn like that. But uh, <laughs> we do take pride in, in being these older vets um, on a younger team, in a sense. We've got a lot of youth, uh, a lot of guys who look up to us and a lot of guys who you know basically do anything for us on that basketball court um and you know we've we've built something here and they're just trying to come in and add to that and um I mean, we're trying to do our best to usher them in and, and teach them as much as we know um and, and make sure that they're the best players that they can be a lot of teams don't have this because when they start with the young kids they get rid of it it sort of is a unique mm-hmm. blend to have both on the same team it, it definitely is it definitely is so you know i that's why we're in a, a, a situation where it's like people ask, like, how, what do we expect from the Grizzlies this year? And I'm like, shoot, we still got like two, I, I believe, two of the better players in the league, along with youth and guys who are not only just young but really good basketball players. We're a team that can get right back in the mix of things. And, uh, and you know, in, in other situations, teams normally get rid of those older guys, and it's just a, a whole youth movement. And, um, and, you know, you take your aches and pains that way. And uh, I don't think we're there yet. And I think we still kind of have that, that, that mix to where we can still be competitive. What do you talk to them about? The, uh, the kids. The kids. The kid, Dylan, the and Dylan and, and yeah, Junior. <laughs> Man, staying out of trouble, you know, <laughs> getting sleep. Uh, really more so than anything is uh, really taking, you know, their, their body and, and, and 
and treating it you know, like that it is their job. Um, you know, at a young age, you can take it for granted and not do the things that you feel are necessary, like eating right or um, being in the training room doing the recovery things that uh, you might otherwise feel you don't need. But you, it, as I've gotten older, I understood that those are things. I, there's things I regret. I did. I shouldn't have played a game right after I sprained sprained my ankle. I should have just really got it ready. Um, to go and I would tell those guys the same thing man just make sure you take care of yourself because at some point along the line other things start to you know bother you do you have different pop cultural interests he talked a lot about Ozark do you watch Ozark he Um, basically spent half his time talking about Ozark did he? Junior yeah Uh, JJ yeah yeah He spent half his time talking about Ozark. He actually, uh, <laughs> actually pulled it up on his phone. And, yeah, and during the thing. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, though. he didn't <laughs> particular scene. Uh, no, I, see, I haven't seen Ozark yet, but um, I've been told to watch it on Netflix. But you're a parent. Yeah, I know. That's different. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I really don't watch TV like that anymore, honestly. Uh, it's hard. It's, it's hard to get up and, and watch TV with if I'm not watching, like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or something. Like, <laughs> nothing other stuff, than that, yeah. yeah. So what's your favorite cartoon? Favorite, um, Mickey and the Roadster Racers, probably. Mickey and the Roadster Racers. That theme song is is legit. He's not really into that as much. (laughs) He's really in the Jungle Book, like the newer version, the the one with the actual, like not cartoon. Paw Patrol. Yeah, Paw Patrol. Hey Mike, uh, you guys, you guys got together for a for a mini camp, just a players only group. What did? Uh, and I understood you helped organize that. Yeah. What were you wanting to kind of put together independent of what the team is wanting here? And then what did you see among your guys while you were out there? Really, um, it was just to kind of get everybody's mindset, you know, on that we're going to work to be the best we can be. We're not, you know, going to show up for training camp in September. And that's when we first start to get together and learn each other. We wanted to get guys together in the off season in a you know a cool city or wherever they want to go hang out uh go eat you know just spend time together uh more so even off the court uh than than on the court and um thankfully we've been back earlier this month uh, as a group just playing five on five getting to know each other even more on the court um and i think all those things are going to translate to hopefully a quicker start um, than we've had in, in, in previous years. What do you know about your team on the court as a result of that, that camp? Well, I've learned you know, a lot about guys' tendencies, especially bringing in so many different new faces, a lot of new guys. Um, I mean, you've learned you know, how much Kyle Anderson can be um, you know, just a matchup problem for a lot of people when he brings the ball up the court and things he can do with the ball and, and things that I wouldn't have known otherwise um, had I not been able to play alongside him earlier in, uh, in the summer. And, uh, and same with Garrett Temple and you know Shelvin and Omri, all these guys, you learn their tendencies, you learn where they like the ball, you learn how you know their competitive nature, guys you know getting angry at each other and just seeing the, the fire that they have uh, really means a lot. I think that to be able to kind of experience that before you get to training camp and um, and you know, hopefully that that gives us uh, you know a little bit of a head start. Do you envision yourself playing off the ball more since you've got so many guys theoretically that can initiate and run offense? Yeah, uh, I, I'd love to you know continue to play off the ball. I think the game today is just you just want to be a basketball player, not this position. You know, just point guard, shooting guard, any of that. Just whoever gets the ball, bring it up, 
you know, be able to know every position, be able to be in positions that don't, you know, you don't have to handle it so much, you don't have to work so hard to get a shot off. Maybe those guys create for you, and you just sit in the corner and and you get a freebie. And uh, and and those are ones that you know we're trying to create, not just for myself, but for our whole system and and and, and guys that we brought in. How do you feel physically compared to this time? Last year, because you had the first opening game, problem, look good, and then went off the rails. I feel, I feel much better. I feel even better than I did previous before that, um, that first game, and uh, and just trying to withhold excitement. You know, just trying to stay, stay grounded, stay level, and just continue to ride this wave I'm feeling. You're a Jordan brand athlete and their relationship with Nike. How proud were you to be a part of an organization like that following the announcement of the uh, Kaepernick campaign? Oh, it was, it, it was, uh, it was great, man. It was, it was like, it, it, it was deep, you know, it was a very much a, um, inspiring moment for, I think, a lot of us athletes, especially if you were involved in Nike or Jordan brand, um, the stance that they took and the risk that they took, you know, with that, is, it says a lot. Uh, meant a lot to us as athletes and, and the situations that have been going on um, as far as the NFL and all that stuff. So uh, I'm just proud and, and I'm just going to keep on uh, doing what I do and, and uh, you know, believe in what I believe in. How does it feel at this stage of your career, you and Mark? Are, are you are you feel like you're all in on, on where this team is going? Obviously, you might want to still win a title. And I, do you think you're going to be a Grizzly for life for this for this? It's a lot there. How do you yeah. think about it? Um, you know, there's when I signed on two seasons ago, it was under the impression that I'm here for for life. You know, that's how I've always looked at it. Because um, if I didn't feel that way, I would have went somewhere else. You know, in a sense. So I felt like this would be this is home. This is this is where I'm going to be. I know Mark felt that when he signed. Um, and obviously, he's he's coming up here in the next year, but. What we've been able to accomplish in the years we've been here, and all the things we've built, and um, and been able, you know, been able to do together, um, we wanted to ride that out. You know, whether that means we win a championship, or maybe never win another playoff series, or we win only get to the Western Conference Finals, whatever it may be, but um, that we we tried and we did it, you know, together, and we tried to do it here uh, in this great city and. And for the people that you know we love, there's honor, honor in that rather than chasing. Not to, not to disparage anyone who is chasing titles, but there's something you invested in that and stick with what you built. Yeah, it's it's more of the just being invested in it. You know, we're just so so deeply invested in it that it's you know, it's like family, man. It's like you can't can't break this thing up. We want to you know we want to see our kids. We want to see Dylan and. Jaren and them grow to be the best they can be, and uh, and we want to be a part of that. We want to continue to see that grow, whether we're here or not uh, in the future. You know, Memphis is, is who we are and who we'll always be. Speaking Mike, of that, Mike, Mike when you look at what you, uh, given everything that the moves that the team has made, you're coming back healthy, Mark healthy, and all that, and still you're only picked to win in the 30s. I mean, how does that, how does that jive with what you think? Man, it you know. It's really no different than any season, you know. Honestly, it's every season whether they pick us to win 40 games or 48, we always felt that we were better than that, you know. So we definitely feel like we're better than what um, critics or pundits may say on day one of preseason. Um, but that's what it's what we play the game for. It's day one. Uh, we've been working very hard this off season. Uh, a lot of us individually have been working very hard. 
to get back, uh, you know, to sacrificing ourselves to get back for the team and um, sacrificing time with family and all these other things just to make sure that we're ready to go because it's an important year for all of us. And, um, and I think we'll, we'll do a lot of good things. Mike Chandler said he knows he kind of came off maybe as bitter or whatever at times last year, and that's not who he is. He's laid back, fun guy. Who, Who is the real Chandler Parsons when he's allowed to be the real Chandler Parsons? You love him. You love him, man. He's he's great. Uh, he's he's just funny. He's laid back. He he really cares a lot about the game. He cares a lot about himself. Invests a lot of time in himself. Honestly, it's a, it's a guy that I think people don't understand how hard he really works um, because of the unlucky situation he's been in with his with his health. So, um, but he's fun. Um, he's a he's a actually a pretty good leader. You know, he's able to speak up in the locker room. He speaks to everybody and. Um, you know, comes in early, shoots, gets his work in. Um, but you know, we just obviously at the end of the day, we're all praying and hoping that everything goes smooth for him this year, and uh, you know that he can hit a good, a good little spell of, of games and, and be able to play as much as he can. How much of the old Chandler, I guess, do you feel like he can be, or that you guys need him to be a to be a big contributor? Well, you know, Chandler, I think that. If we can get him to be, you know, however many minutes he's playing, how many minutes he's going to play in a game, but if he can get to, you know, being the guy that's just making the right decision, shooting the ball like he did, like he, you know, for the time he played last season, um, creating for each other, uh, other players, uh, that Chandler, we don't necessarily need the 18, the 19 point in the game, Chandler Parsons that, you know, is in Houston or Dallas or whatever, um, but. He has a great, you know, very significant role in this team and is going to be uh, a huge key to our success. Um, but that's also why we have so many other guys with such high IQ and guys who know how to play the game off of each other so well that we can blend everybody together and, and make everybody look better. So hopefully with the, the, the guys we have in place, um, it won't have to, he won't have to work as hard or I, myself, or Mark or anybody else to, to do too much to, to be great. Not to disparage anyone who is on the team last year and not this year, but do you feel like the roster that has been put around you and Mark better fits you and Mark? Um, you know, I think every roster we've had has been keyed towards that. I think this is just a different group um, keyed towards a different goal in a sense. One year we were all about just defense and, you know, being more physically tough than you, but next season we was all offense and trying to run and gun and do all that, and now it's, we're trying to blend it all back together. We're just trying to get guys who play both ways, um, really care about defensive ends, as well as can, can be a threat offensively. And I thought we've done a great job of adding those kind of guys in for what we're trying to do this season. And, um, you know, hopefully that'll all gel together quickly and uh, we'll get this thing rolling. Good morning. Have you had a chance to uh, get to know Utah during the mini camp? Yeah, um, just a little bit. You know, we've, we've uh, obviously he's been in here in and out. He had to leave to go play uh, for his country there for a little bit. And um, we watched him a little bit, but he's he's been great. And he's he's uh, very talented um, to shoot the ball, he's very skilled. And, you know, he's quiet right now. I think he's still trying to figure yeah. out um, everything here and, and, and stuff. But he's, he's been kind of quiet, but he's a good, good kid. I mean, he has such a long lens. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's. He can definitely. He can definitely stretch the floor. Um, 
he can definitely get the, actually he can put the ball on the floor. He can do a lot. He posted me up one time and shot a fadeaway, which I didn't like too much. I was really he trying. I was trying to block him and everything. He made it right in my face. So um, he's he's very versatile. Can can Jaron guard you on the perimeter? Yes. Yeah. He said you'd say no. No, no. He can guard me, but it doesn't mean that it, maybe one out of ten. <laughs> I'm gonna score the other night. Wait, no, I was gonna say, I was like, you were going one out of ten. He's no. you going nine out of ten. No, I'm a scorer. But no, he he causes problems. I I'll tell you, he's blocked um, two or three of my jump shots. Like after like making a move and I step back and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got this and I shoot it and he just blocks it out of you know, mid air, not even close. I'm just like you know, I'm doing this like goaltender, this goaltender. <laughs> but I, I know in my mind it's, it's just a good block. But he, he has a lot of range in what he can do. Kyle was talking about how he's so he almost doesn't even know what how to use his limbs yet. He's so young and athletic. It's just kind of what can he be if he figures this thing out? That's the thing. He's he's so raw in a sense. He can be anything. He can be anything. He could. Sky's the limit for him. And he has the intangibles. He has the body for it. Um, like I said, he's been raised the right way. He has a good background. He's, you know, humble. He's all about working, and that's the exciting thing about him. He's, he's not coming in like a lot of young kids today are coming in like, you know, where's my red carpet? Where's this? You know, I'm, I should be doing this. He's like, I don't care. I'm the fourth pick or not. I'm out here just to do whatever I can to help the team, and uh, and that's a good sign. Do you do you feel a connection with him because I mean you're both Big Ten guys. You came in at 19. Your dads are quite good mm-hmm. athletically and you have a, you know personalities are very you know, similar in terms of you know, going after what was right did you feel a, kind of a bond there oh yeah he's from Indianapolis too so that's, that's right I forgot about that. yeah we went to high school 15 minutes from me so um obviously a lot, of, a lot of years, a lot of years in between there. He said he was six years old by the way when I was drafted which made me feel terrible but um neither here nor there we're not worried about that but uh he you know he you know, we definitely have a connection, you know, being from the same city. Um, like his dad and my dad, obviously, being athletes themselves and um, being exposed to that kind of life, that lifestyle at a young age. And you can tell he's, you know, he's just got it all together. Mike, what has to happen for this team to be an elite defensive team, like top five? Like, what, what what's required from individual players and then collectively as a unit? Well, I think, it, first off, it's got to be a mindset for us that we can do that. I think if we believe that we can be that good defensively, um, we will be because we definitely have the pieces. We have length at every position. We have guys who can play play defense on every position. Um, but we've been talking a lot just through five and five is just trying to, you know, create havoc when we get chances. You know, pick up and you know long arms and get steals, be in the passing lanes. Things that I was accustomed to doing for a lot of my a lot of my career, and Mark himself, and having Tony and those guys um, leading the way, and and that's what we're gonna try to recreate. You know, just get guys you know like Kyle who can you know guard you by standing still and you know using his long arms and Jaron and his long arms and ability. Mark, um, Garrett, Dylan. I mean, everybody that you go down the list. Jamichael, everybody's a defensive mindset type of player. And, and that's what's special about this team already. Mike, besides for yourselves, is there a feeling because of the relationship, especially you and Mark have had with the fans here of, hey, we're going to make this right for you guys, kind of mm-hmm. st- stick with us, it, you know? Yeah, uh, there's definitely that. You know, we definitely are, are just trying to ring everybody in, you know, 
let people understand that last year was was an anomaly. It's not something that we see as a trend. Not something that we feel is going to happen and, and occur and reoccur. Um, you know, we before last season we had made the playoffs so many years in a row. I think people got you know, numb to that fact that it's a lot of hard work that goes involved that's involved in that. And for a year there, we just had some. Uh, injuries and, and some bad timing with some things and coaches got fired and just a whole slew of situations that threw us in a different direction and, and you know now we're back you know both feet planted and um, and we give ourselves just as good of a shot as anybody. Mike, how much fun did you have in Wyoming uh, with Kanye? Oh Lord, <laughs> I had I had a good time. It was it was fun. Wyoming was fun. I enjoyed it. That was the only time y'all hung out over the summer. Uh, one other time when I was in LA, but not for too long. Mike, uh, did you do anything differently, you know, to, to have, you know, in your recovery to, to strengthen or train or do, you know, to alter to try to not have that situation ever occur again? Um, you know, we did a lot of strengthening, um, especially in my calves area, that I didn't realize in my calves were, especially the one that the side that was hurt in my left side that. It was it was a lot smaller than my right. It didn't feel like it, but it definitely was. And and now my left is you know really strong, um, and really built up and uh, ready for the grind of, of a season. And uh, I eat different now, and I eat a lot of spinach and stuff, which I don't really like. But it's, they say it's it helps with tendons and helps with you know the things that I uh, I need in my body to help me be the best player I can be and the best athlete. So. Um, change the diet and things like that and and hopefully all those things you know together will lead to like how I feel now I feel great and continue to feel great regardless of you know back-to-backs or however many games we're playing are you fully cleared for tomorrow like can you do you're going to go through both practices tomorrow are you like have they cleared you totally Uh, I thought so they cleared me a long time ago I thought they cleared me I don't know if they technically have but I've been doing everything I hope I Hope I have been able to do. <laughs> so, how does it feel to be going into this year? I know you talked about how the heel was an issue for several years that you were getting through. To just go into this, presumably with that, just completely out of the way for you. It's, um, you know, it's 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 great because it, it, it was a, it's an injury that I thought that it just would never go away, kind of thing. It's such a nagging thing, and I was like, I'm just gonna have to play with this for the rest of my life or the rest of my career, um, and to see it finally gone and like walk around after working out in five on five and not be limping and stuff like that like for me that's huge I'm like wow you know a lot of people didn't know I was limping after games every you know every game but I like now I'm like running around and moving and chasing kids around and doing things I was not able to do and just it's just got me excited about everything even past basketball so um, it's gonna be fun. Has Mark helped you out at all with that diet that you were talking about with the vegetables? Uh, I don't, you know, Mark. Mark tries to get me to eat a little bit more of what he eats, and I'm not ready. <laughs> I told him, I told him before the offseason, I said I'll meet y'all halfway. Like, I still need like chicken and like, you know, things I like to eat, barbecue, whatever it may be. But um, you know, I can't go all the way. You, uh, Mark, had his thing with the refugee mm-hmm. and helping out and seeing things like that. You've obviously been front center in the fight against sickle cell. And, you know, Garrett Temple's a leader. Mm-hmm. And, family's gone through a tremendous uh, adversity. The leadership that you got, are you, do you have a particular pride to see what you guys have been able to bring in and to build within in terms of leadership? Oh yeah, there's a lot of pride we take um, 
in all the things that we we do as leaders off the court. Uh, and the guys we have brought in, like you mentioned, Garrett Temple is, he has a voice and he uses it. And he speaks his mind and stands behind what he believes in. Mark, as you saw, you know, it didn't surprise me at all to see him saving lives like that. You know, that's who he is, that's what he's about. That's what, you know, that's the kind of person he's trying to make other people into and uh and, and i'm the same way we're all trying to, to to make change and help usher in that as much as we can and um and we'll continue to do that and i'm glad that you know we have guys that that we can look across the locker room at and uh and, and be able to speak about these things too does it feel as though the, all of the stuff that happened last year you know, with his situation with mark's you know issue with him with you know, obviously you were around some but not all the time with the team but from a chemistry standpoint it wasn't necessarily that great do you feel like that is gone and in the past and that you guys are ready to turn the page i really do i, I don't think anybody has looked back at last year and, and we're not even most of the time we're not even comparing ourselves to last year like oh we got to be better than last year's team it's like shoot we're just getting back to who we are it's not about anything about last year last year happened and it's over um now we've got new faces uh, JB's here full time. We know what we're getting into, um, and we're just excited about this year. Time for two more. What does um, JB bring to you know that you you know watching him work in you know trying situation last year? What do you expect him to be able to build on that for this year? Uh, I think that you know last year obviously he's put in a tough situation just with getting it halfway through the season and um, not really being able to implement everything he wanted to implement. And this offseason, just speaking with him and understanding what where his mindset is and what he wants to get accomplished, I think that uh, you know, with all the pieces in place, he, he definitely can he can do this for us. He, he's a, he's a guy that can command the, the locker room. Um, he has respect of every player, every staff, every uh, coach and coach on the staff, um, and guys are willing to to run through walls for him. So you know. We're excited for everything he's got planned, and I'm um, looking forward to see it, you know, come to light. How did you choose the 33s for your shoes for this year? Um, they look good. Yeah, they feel good. Um, whatever fit, you know, my feet feel good in right now is what I'll wear. Um, it's all. It's not even all about style at this point. It's just about making sure, you know, my my foot's in a good position and I'm in. Uh, you know, something that can make me a better basketball player. Which ones did they beat out to be the ones that you chose? Um, there was another shoe called the Hustle that they're supposed to come out with. Um, I wore in USA Basketball. Uh, that was really, it felt really good too. Um, had a little zipper on the side of it, but um, it was a real nice shoe, really comfortable, and uh, just kind of ended up choosing 33. All right, thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks for the wall. Any new vegetables in the garden? No, no, nothing new. We tried the broccoli, but it wasn't seasoned for it yet, so uh, it worked out well. Uh, but no, nothing new besides that. That didn't work. Hey, Mark, your off season was just off the chart compared to what a lot of other people do when they take time off they go to an island they take it easy but you're out on a boat in the middle of the ocean you know trying to help people uh, just walk us through a little bit of how that how you got started uh, with that and how that worked for you um it's, it's kind of a long story uh, i think and, and and obviously it would take a 
maybe a, a real sit down uh, for me to explain everything that went in and uh, and what happened and uh, what needs to happen later on and what, what how I'm gonna try to be more involved with it. Um, but to try to make a, a compressed um, you know picture of I think we all remember that uh, um, brutal, brutal picture of Island, uh, the, the three-year-old um, yeah. Syrian kid that uh, 2015 was found um, in the coast of Lesbos, um, and how impactful that was. Uh, my daughter was close to one at that time, and uh, so I obviously questioned myself what would a father have to go through um, to risk the most precious thing in the world for him, right? Um, which is obviously your kids' lives. Um, and I was, that that stuck with me for a long time. Um, last summer, fast um, forward a couple um, summers, I, I met uh, Osher Combs, the the founder of uh, this uh, NGO in Spain that uh, that worked actually at Lesbos, um, and uh, that I was working the Central Mediterranean for uh, two more years after that. So I met him and uh, kind of invited him um, to visit. Um, my basketball club up in Girona with uh, we have all all these kids and and to speak about you know what they do as a as an organization um obviously afterwards we spent a lot of time together that same night and I told them look uh I want to I want to be involved with you guys uh, I want to you know be a part of it really be a part of it and, and go through the whole um volunteer um but this summer for me it's impossible because I had the European Championship last summer but this summer, 2018, I don't have a uh, national competition, so I'm uh, so I'm going to be able to uh, embark and, and 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 volunteer for a couple of weeks, and uh, and and if you allow it, like I'll obviously be a, be an honor. And yeah, we we set it up, um, and I think you guys have seen, you know, what what we encounter, and and, and obviously one day we can sit down and talk a bit deeper. Uh, on, on what and the, the ins and outs and what happens and what doesn't happen, um, but yeah, I think you know that's how it, everything played out and uh, it became you know that that situation. The fulfilling feeling it was for you once you got to do it. And was it scarier than you thought when you're out there on the ocean? And you, then... you, you don't think about your feelings. Um, that's the one thing you, you don't think about yourself when you're out there. When you see somebody um, in such tragic situation and in, in such desperation, you. You don't think about your own feelings. Um, you, it takes time for them to come out. Um, so, you know, you, you first of all, obviously, you're trying to save a life, uh, which you know we were thankful um, and, and, and lucky to do. Um, then you you witnessing a situation that's happening daily in the central Mediterranean and and how other humans treat other humans, which is um, really frustrating. Um, and uh, you're probably the last person to think about yourself. Like, you don't think, like, you have all the people around you looking out for you and see, okay, well, how is he doing? How is he reacting? Um, but you don't think about yourself. So um, I haven't done it to these days. And so far, I hasn't had a, haven't had any breakdowns. They, they were afraid I could have some. And uh, um, But uh, everything that's come out has been positive, uh, so it's good. On a totally different note. Yeah. How good does it feel to be back with, the, you know, organization talking about making the playoffs again you've got this new cast of characters with how frustrating last year was for you yeah yeah just after any year right when you start a year no matter if last year was good or bad it's like okay let's let's what do you need to do today 
to become a great team. Um, regardless if it's a great year. When you, if you're a great year and you come back and you're like, well, you know what, we're living on credit, um, it's going to be okay, we're going to win easy. No, it's not going to be easy. Everything, like, what matters it, it's today and how well we all going to play as, as, as a team and, uh, and me as, as a player going to do my job um, that I need to do for us um, to accomplish the goals that we have as a team. Uh, it's, it's that simple. Like, past, future, it's, I think it's a, a little irrelevant. We can you know, reminisce on it and, 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 and talk about it. I think it's good and it's all fun, but uh, at the end of the day, it has zero impact on what you need to do today. When, or when you have a, a age discrepancy from some of the veterans and you got, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. coming in, talking about Ozark, I guess, for like a half hour today during his interviews. Um, it's a good show. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> um, it is a good show. Does that help the team to have that, to kind of get all types so. of minds yeah. in there? Yeah, I think you got to look at it the positive way. I think he brings... Um, young guys, and, 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 and Jaron does too. Uh, breath of fresh air, uh, new swag, they call. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and, and it's fun, and, and I love it, and, and I think we need it. Uh, you know, obviously, there's many different ways um, to, to do things, and, uh, and, and, and having Jaron around and, and other young guys, it's good, as long as you know, they, they have the, the mindset of, of winning and, and improving and, and, and the growth mindset. Uh, and what's best for, for the team. I'm, I'm all for it. On the flip side, how do you guys go out and for you and Mike prove it? I mean, obviously there's still, uh, you know, gas up in the tank. Um, every day in practice. First, you earn your your teammates' respect. That's the first thing you need to do. Show it in practice every day, daily. Your co-workers. Then you go out there and then you show it to the rest of the world. But it's simple. you got to earn it every day. It's nothing given, ever. When, uh, when, when Mike talked to you, I guess, maybe in August, about the players getting together in L.A. and you're quite a ways away, did you feel obligated to, to fly over? That's a big inconvenience for you in the middle of your, your summer after oh. having gone through what you've gone through. It wasn't inconvenient because I set it up. So oh, it you set it up? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it kind of it, it well, then. It would have been rude to set it up and not show up. So, so you set it up? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, was, what was the thought process? Um, well, that we needed it. That we needed it as a team. We needed to see each other um, in the middle of the summer. Summer, like we talked about, I didn't have a national team. Um, and uh, talked to Mike and said, like, look, I need you to call a couple guys. Um, and uh, because he's more comfortable doing that than, than I am. And uh, and he did it. And, and we all met in, in, in L.A. It was great. It was great. I think everybody showed up. Uh, and it was, you know, a few days that, uh, that we had, you know, good runs. Everybody got to know each other in a different atmosphere um, and, and without the grind of the season. So I think we, we all enjoyed it. Had you tried that before? No, it was my first time. What made you decide to do it? Um, first, I didn't have the national team. Um, normally, at that time of year, I'm, I'm getting ready for Argentina or Serbia or <laughs> Croatia. And, and so I'm like, look, you have time. You need to do the things you need, you need to do um, to be successful uh, with your team. So um, talk with Mike about it. He did one, I think, in Vegas early on. Um, and I'm like, okay, in, in August, I think we should meet uh, um, as a team. And, and we did it. I think Garrett said that was the first time in his career that he'd seen something like that. Where everybody gave up, you know, part of their summer to come out and work out, and he said it left a good impression on him. For you to have mm -hmm. guys like Garrett now and have some of these veteran guys, high basketball IQ here, everybody's showing up to a voluntary mm -hmm. thing like that. How motivating is that? Well, for the next like seven, eight months, uh, your number one, number one priority is going to be the team. 
and, and, and obviously your family is first. Uh, but other than that, like, um, the team is going to be your number one goal. So you, you cannot put everything aside for this, you know, period. It, it's going to be hard for you to succeed in this team. And, uh, and, and we all very invested. And as you saw, and, and we, um, we saw um, in, in August, everybody showed up. Everybody, um, you know, was committed. And, uh, and now it's time to, you know, more. It's, you know, like we said that in the past, like August was past. Now it's what we're going to do tomorrow or today um, for the team. Dylan said he thinks that you know, that you and Mike are 40, and uh, and Jaron said that he was joking with you about taking your kid to school, and then he realized you actually were taking your kid, your kid to school, um, and yet is it, it the, the fact that they're young kids, but they seem to listen, and they're not they're not immature kids. Mm-hmm. How important is that to making this thing work? Well, they want to get better, and that's huge, and 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 we need to mold them into the players they can be, and because they have a, a really a lot of tools, maybe tools that I never had, so. Their ceiling, um, you know, I always felt like from other players, the ceiling normally it's um, it's higher than mine uh, has ever been. Um, but to be able to reach it, we gotta we gotta help them reach that ceiling and 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 in the, through the ups and downs. And when they have a great night, you know, leave them alone and let them have their fun. And when they don't have a good night, uh, you know, um, have their back and and help them. So um, if it's Dylan or Jaron or whoever. Um, the players are not having a good night. <clears throat> we got to be there to support them and, uh, and and continue to mold them into the players that they can be. We're going to make sure that we develop those guys um, to f- fulfill their their potential. With, without without delving too much like into the yeah. minutia of last year, uh-huh. your <clears throat> your role kind of changed after the whole Fisdale situation. And mm-hmm. You took on a leadership role on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Did that inform some of the decisions this offseason? Did just the way that that thing went and you really kind of trying to put an arm around some guys and with the way that things went? You always try to um, analyze, you know, the things that you need to do better. And you got to be brutally honest with yourself um, in order to do that. And, and, and you got to be okay with your with the answers that you find, right? So um, one of the things that I, that I, you know, maybe too harsh on, on some of the guys and uh, for whatever reason, uh, I, you know, so me doing it differently this year is going to be important. And, and I think it's going to be important for us as a team. It's going to be important for me. And, uh, and and how approach those those moments that we're going to hit and because it, it's never going to be um, or not always going to be perfect like we want it. Um, it's going to be uh, uh, crucial uh, for our success. How has that paired off with, with you and JB with the idea that, you know, now he's first time he's really actually fully been in charge from the beginning of a season mm-hmm. through a training camp, and he's obviously going to lean on you a lot as a leader. Yeah. How is that relationship between you guys? And it's, been, it's been normal good. Uh, like he was last year, like, uh, you know, we throws ideas and, and tells me what we're going to do and, 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 and explains uh, everything. And it's been uh, really good, to be honest. This can be your, you can opt out after this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you assume you'll be here beyond last year? Do you think this could be your last year here, or do you even think about it? It's kind of like we were talking about talking about last year. The future is it's, it's good to talk about it, but we don't know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, you know, my commitment to the city has been uh, proven um, through uh, the abs and, and, and the downs, so um, I cannot promise you anything um, or, or tell you how, what the future is. Um, what I can tell you is how much I'm, I'm going to Sorry, that's my. I'm going to put in this season <laughs> how much I care about uh, the success of the team. Mike said there's a commitment feeling from both of you to try to get things right, to mm-hmm. restore what this franchise has meant. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and the presence for me, like when they talk about greed and grind, uh, I see is Zach and Tony. And, 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 and what, uh, you know, what we as a team created. Um, 
you know, it's our responsibility to pass it on and, and, and to make it grow, uh, make it a, um, so, you know, without those two guys, um, grid and grind does not make sense. So for me to pass it on and explain by showing, not, not just talking about it, but showing it on the floor and, and every, every practice, um, it's, uh, it's really important. How much nicer is it Mike being back and healthy and oh. says he feels better than he ever has really? Nobody's happier um, besides him than me <laughs> to see Mike healthy and see him moving the way he's moving and uh, and, and see him smile. Um, that Nobody's happier than me. Trust me. Maybe his wife a little bit, but then I tell Mark, uh, uh, coaches mentioned you guys want to get back to being a really elite defensive team, mm-hmm. like top five. What, what does that look like? What's it going to take from from each of you? Mike mentioned it's going to take individual commitment, but more than anything, defense seems to be about discipline and focus over 48 minutes. How yeah. do you really establish that, especially with young guys who may or may not be known for discipline? Well, pre- preparation you got to prepare um, um, both uh, physically and mentally for you know whatever um, is your job that night. And, uh, and then leadership too. Uh, you know, I got to do a better job of leading defensively the whole team from behind because I'm normally going to be behind everybody. Uh, I got to talk, call, call the coverages, everything. You know, the, all the X's and O's that we can um, do. And um, I mean, the schemes are sort of irrelevant, like because I think any scheme can work if we all, you know, um, really move at the same time and, and everybody understands, you know, the ins and outs of it. So. Um, a little bit of everybody's part. I think obviously you said responsibility and discipline, obviously, and 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 knowing that sometimes we're gonna get scored. Like we're not gonna win games 60 to four. Like they're gonna score more, more, around 80, 90, maybe 100 points, sometimes even more. Um, but uh, you know, defense are meant to 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 be broken, and and how we deal with those teams. And as soon as we can attack the other team on the other side and uh, and get over it, the better. Mark, speaking of that, it seems like this team has been made with the additions that they brought in to bring in guys with high basketball IQs, guys that you really prefer to play with. And, and, and your reaction to the to the type of players they brought in and, and their mindset going forward? It's it a repetitive sentence. Like I think I don't understand why everybody's surprised about having high IQ players or co-workers. I think that that's what you all prefer, right? You want you guys want to have co-workers with high IQs and and, and they care about the success of. The company or the team in this case, uh, first. So um, everybody asking me like, like you guys are shocked that that, that what we prefer to have in this team, uh, and, and yeah, but I'm, I'm very happy with the roster. I'm I'm very happy, um, you know, where we at as a team, and and I'm very excited about the season. Uh, you know, I feel the healthiest uh, that I've been. I'm, mentally, I feel really really good, and uh, can't wait to to start again. Uh, you know the. The job tomorrow. You were talking about defense. <clears throat> JB and, and Chris Wallace have talked a lot about how mm-hmm. you guys gonna you want to go counter to maybe what the trend is in the NBA with mm-hmm. the Golden State and Houston. Is that something that excites you that you're that you're you know you're doing something that's you know, counterintuitive to what everyone else in the league is doing? Um, um, Golden State, it's, it's a very underrated defensive team. Obviously, you know their their offensive power is. Um, we all know about, but defensively they they, they know what they want to accomplish and, and they bait you to it. Um, so don't just because they are a really good offensive team, they don't mean that they defensively obviously they can afford more mistakes or um, let downs, um, but they are a good defensive team. And in Houston they do a lot of more switching and, and, and maybe sometimes they um, it's a little different. But they were also with Coach Bezdelic, like they were also a really you know 
good defensive end. You can feel it when it's a good team or you just missing shots. Um, so we got to do our part. And there are nights that we got to adapt. And, and we ha- we have a great shooting night. So why not overshoot the other team? But the def- defensive side of it, we always got to be there. Um, there cannot be any letdowns defensively. And we always going to be able to counter our defense. So if we have a great night, great. We can. It's going to be 100 something to 100 something. And, but we don't have a good night shooting. We still got to feel comfortable that we can win that game without having our shooting. Mark, can you talk about uh, Utah Batambe? What part of his game is interesting? Um, he's been injured. Um, so he hasn't been able to play pickup um, the last couple of days since he got back from the FIBA yeah. games. Um, but I've heard great things. So everything I know that um, he can do a little, a little bit of everything. Um, so I'm, I'm excited just um, to see him and, and, and can't wait to uh, have him on, on the court. You, know, you had so much uh, experience on the international game. Have you seen any Japanese or Asian player like him before? Uh, no, he's uh, the, he's unique uh, for what I heard become the, the, the special one. Uh, so uh, can't wait to see the you know how he plays and, and how he moves and, and how he reads the game um, when all the action is going to happen in front of him. I want to see him. And, uh, and I want to see also how he plays uh, defensively. Uh, you, know, you came to state when you were in high school, when yeah. you powered off it. How important is it to come to state in a, in a younger age? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of waiting for like you know, 25 or... Uh, well, my, my, my situation was a little bit different, obviously, because my whole family moved here when I was 16. And, uh, and 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 that kind of made transition a lot easier. And then I got drafted by another team and got traded here. And that's where, you know, <laughs> It's a little bit more bizarre, but um, but uh, yeah, it, it made it easy for me. But I, because I had my family around me, um, but when you go into a different society, a different culture, um, you know, I could not think of a better place than Memphis uh, for it to be. Because people here in Memphis, Memphis really embrace you for who you are, no matter you know what you've done, what you haven't done, how much you accomplished, how much you haven't accomplished. Um, if you care about the right things here and you 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 show people that you're ready to work, they will embrace you. So I'm sure that if he does does those things. There's gonna not gonna be any issues. The <clears throat> you had mentioned kind of defensively, <clears throat> one of the big things that you always like to do, you like to talk and mm-hmm. talk on the court, communicate, which didn't happen enough last year. Yeah. Were you excited to see Jaron? I know, for example, in summer league was just constantly there was yeah. a lot of talking. Does that kind of stuff say, okay, look, maybe we got we got something here? Um, yeah, and, 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 and can't stop just because I'm here now. He has to, you know, he, everybody has to feel empowered empowered to do that, and and, and it's everyone's responsibility to communicate. And, uh, and you can see, you know, when the side conversations that happen during pickups um, you know, or locker room, like everybody's talking about basketball and, and okay, well, when uh, this happens, I'm going to do, do this. And all those little chemistry things that are um, really important. If you get ahead on that, um, that's a lot of work that uh, that's, that's crucial to winning. But if you can, you know, do it now, it's, uh, it takes, uh, you know, a lot of time. From an X's and O's standpoint, you guys can do so many different. You have so many different guys mm-hmm. on both ends that could be pretty versatile, can defend multiple positions, could play multiple positions. Do you get kind of excited thinking about some of the different possibilities for lineups that, that you yeah. can throw out there and, and really? I care about you know everything. I mean, uh, I get excited. Um, I'm, I'm excited overall. Um, offense, defense. I'm, I'm excited just um, to be able to do what I uh, do for a living, to ha- be healthy, to have my back. Um, I'm, I'm just thankful for everything. I'm very excited for a lot of things. So um, you know, not not only lineup. But I'm, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's gonna be a good year. Take out basketball. Does yeah. Chandler 
seem happier this year? Does he seem in a better place mentally? Um, when, from when you've been he, he, why shouldn't he be happy? I don't know, he, he said he was ha- he was in here earlier. Yeah. He was saying he just feels just he feel, it feels like he feels a little more unburdened than he had previously. Yeah, we, we need Chandler to be the best player he can be. You know, forget sort of forget about contract, forget about the previous two years. Um, we get we gotta get out of Chandler whatever he can give us and the best Chandler. And we cannot always make him live up to the expectation of uh, of, of that contract because if we do that, we we're not gonna get um, best out of Chandler. Um, I'm just not gonna tell people what to do. I'm just gonna help Chandler become the, the player that he needs to be. Hopefully, he plays um, all the games that we need him to play. And, uh, and he becomes an important player for us because we, you know, his skill set, his shooting, his passing, his playmaking, his size, um, we can use um, um, nightly. So we, if we, if we can keep him on the floor nightly for whatever time it is. Um, that's going to be a big win for us. Uh, Mark, Mark, how does your garden grow? Um, now we are cleaned it up. Before I left the Spain, I cleaned it up everything. Um, I let, let let the soil rest and. Um, uh, I'm already thinking about next year where, you know, change the pattern a little bit and get some of the tr- old trees out um, because they, they are, are, over the years, they grow and they don't give you as much fruit and I got to put them somewhere else and allow, allow more sun um, to get in. Now, there's no relationship between moving out the old trees that don't bear fruit and you own it aged going to be 34 this year. You're, you're still a pretty young tree, you think? Uh, I've, I've still got some fruit in me. <laughs> uh, I'm a still a productive tree. What you uh, yeah, I believe so. I'm, I'm very confident about my, my um, skills, ability, and uh, and more importantly, the will. I know I know that I want to, and uh, and as long as I want to, I know I can get it done. So I'm I'm, I'm very excited. I was telling everybody all the time, and and that's why we've been in contact all summer with everyone, and uh, why we set up the um, the mini cam in uh, in uh, in LA. It's because. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and I think you know, we, we have an um, important job this uh, season coming up. Did you have much luck in getting Mike to change his diet as far as the health of the if, if, um, Yeah, he's, I mean, he's always curious and, uh, uh, and, and always want to get better, too. So he's, he's changing also things that help him you know, recover faster. That's, that's key. In, in the NBA, it's how fast can you recover from one game to another. And if uh, you know, the way you eat can help you, why not, why not try it? He said he's had to have some spinach, but he's not quite at your level yet. No, we'll get him there. We'll get him there. Once he sees that the spinaches are good for his kids, he's going to eat the spinaches. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Popeye. Okay.